welcome into this week's On the Spot. I'm Tony Mulby, joined by the one and only Zach Strickland. Zach, how's it going? Uh, going well, Tony. Glad to be here. Hey, you know, <laughs> you've had a busy week between the State of Freight webinar. You're going to have a roundtable coming up a little while, but we're going to put you on the spot today. This is a topic that I know we, I've mentioned to you a couple of weeks ago. This is a chart I found that I thought was quite interesting just because it's right now stable freight environment for the most part, right? I mean, demand's pretty stable, rejections are near their bottom. So like trying to find things that are really interesting and that could drive changes in the overall freight market, I found this chart. It's our intermodal contract savings index. So it's the percent difference between our drive-in or it's the basically the discount that intermodal contract rates provide compared to the drive-in. Right now, we're at 10.5%. I've got a white line here. It's kind of hard to see this average line over the past five years. The average is right at 15%. So we're at 10.5%. Average is 15 What do you think this, just looking at this basic, this one chart, what is? It, what do you think overall this means and, and kind of explain why we might be at such a discount here or why the discount's as narrow as it's been uh, dating back really to 2022 or 2020? Yeah, well, I think there's two things here and we've heard Mike Bowden still talk about it uh, quite a bit. And one of the things is the fact that intermodal rates move slower Mm -hmm. uh, than your standard truckload rates. Truckload contract rates have been moving at an accelerated pace Mm -hmm. uh, since the pandemic started back in 2020. And first one was going up. Uh, so that they rose. And so that expanded. That's why you see this huge expansion right here. Yep. Uh, there in the begin. actually it was right in 2021. Mm-hmm. Saw that huge rise. Um, and then intermodal caught wind and basically raised their rates along with it, but it was at a much slower pace. Yep. Uh, and now we've seen truckload contracts really take a dive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we dropped about 13, 14% over the last uh, seven, eight months. And intermodal rates, like I said, move very slowly uh, yeah. when we're talking about this. So I think the idea here, and I think you're right in your premise, is that this is going to start to creep back higher mm-hmm. because intermodal has now got pricing pressure on it. Mm-hmm. People are easily able to attain that truckload capacity. And intermodal, of course, is they struggle with service. They, I mean, they've been criticized for not being able to capture market share during the pandemic because their service levels were bad. And it's not necessarily because the rails were slow. It's the the stuff around the rails, the drayage, the ports, uh, operational congestion factors there. Yeah, for sure. We'll bring up the next chart that just brings both Mm -hmm. the intermodal and the van contract rate up uh, on this next chart. And I think the interesting, like you said, Mm -hmm. they move slower. I think year to date, contract rates on the van side down about 8% Mm -hmm. on the intermodal side down around 4%. So I mean, you're talking twice as fast Mm -hmm. on the van side. But what's interesting is you hear management teams at some of these largest intermodal players, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about a lot of their freight is bid in the first half. I think upwards of 75% of their bid is in the first half of the year. But then their expectations are that intermodal pricing is going to hold up better than truckload, which I think that's the one that is a little interesting because yeah. you're bidding against an environment where your, your discount that you provide or what you would think is that the narrowest it's been, your rates really haven't adjusted to the truckload. Yes, truckload on a year-over-year basis probably looks mm-hmm. a lot worse, and I think right. that's what they're talking about to the analysts. Mm-hmm. But they're still gonna, they're under pricing pressure, and I think that's what's 
going to be interesting how it plays out because now shippers are going to have the ability. And this kind of goes into my thinking is, is this an opportunity for truckload market to see some demand? Because if you think about it, intermodal demand really hasn't suffered the same fate that the truckload market has. Yeah, I, I think they do have an argument in the way that truckload rates are, they have a lot more room to fall. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think there's a lot more weight on truckload rates in general to mm-hmm. fall further down as we expect them to. I mean, if you just look at the spot rates in the trucking market yeah. right now, they're, they're about uh, 20%, 20 to 25% lower than the van contract rates yep. right now. So that means they're going to fall and they're probably going to fall faster. Mm-hmm. Now, I, to your point though, I mean, intermodal contracts, they got downward pressure on them as well. And when you're talking about the ease of service and you don't have to go through all those middlemen, uh, you know, the drayage providers and, and those connection points, mm-hmm. you don't have that service disruption potential in truckload that you have now in intermodal. It's still like not great. Yeah. Um, so to make that sale, they're going to have to drop their price. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, you have to make it worth the because you have to think about it. Yeah. The rails, what, about a day longer, mm-hmm. typically. There's more touch points. There's more opportunity for claims to happen. I mean, yep. there's just these things that happen on the intermodal side, that, which is why it operates at a discount to the truckload market. When that discount is basically gone, I mean, you're talking 10%, which we, we looked at it, right? right? I mean, it's as low as it was in 2020, but it's still, what, 4% below, 4 percentage points below the, the longer-term average. Mm-hmm. It has to revert to the mean at some point. Right. We'll pull up a chart here. Uh, Looking at intermodal volumes versus those loaded intermodal, so both international and domestic versus the truckload. So on a relative scale over the last six months. So we're looking truckload down about 15% in the last six months, so OTVI. Rail intermodal volumes only down 8%. So that's where, like, this is where the whole, my whole idea is that there is an opportunity for truckload maybe to, this is, kind of this bottoming out that we see. We may not see any further declines, but you may see declines from rails shifting back from intermodal over to truckload. And I think that's going to be what's interesting as it plays out here in the next few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's plenty of room on the truckload market. Uh, The the thing that intermodal does have going for it is that a lot of it depends on these large shippers with large infrastructure Mm -hmm. uh, that is able to move and handle container freight. Uh, You know, it's not necessarily a purely fungible item just to say, all right, now I'm going to do truckload instead of uh, container freight. So that's the one thing that may keep it because as you can see, rail volumes are much less volatile. They move le- much yeah. less fast uh, or quickly than truckload does. Yeah, for sure. I think it's it, it's going to be something to pay attention to because of just, again, how where that discount is currently and how rates are moving. But Zach, thank you so much for joining me on this week's On The Spot. Right now, we'll take a quick break, but we'll be back with more Freight Waves now. 